Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Let me know who you'd like to hear on the program and what you think of what you're hearing so far. You can reach out to me via email, karen at karenhager.com, or find me on Instagram or Facebook, where I'm Fog City Psychic. Now, how do you feel about money? Have you struggled to push past a a money set point? Are you living a life of financial ease and success, or is that a dream of yours? Well, Madeline Gerwick is my guest today, and she knows that you can shift your money patterns and your bottom line. She's here to share from her experience, tools, and practices, what works and what doesn't work, from her many years of helping people transform their relationship to money and jumpstart their own prosperity. Are you ready to meet her? Madeline Gerwick is an internationally recognized certified astrologer specializing in business and economic astrology. She co-founded Polaris Business Guides to provide timing and guidance for individuals and organizations. She consults with people and businesses of all sizes to guide them to higher levels of prosperity by working in harmony with the universe. Madeline annually publishes the Good Timing Guide, time codes for success, and a newsletter that goes along with it that provide good timing and economic trends for all kinds of business and personal activities. She's the co-author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Astrology and a contributing author to the business anthology Einstein's Business, Engaging Soul, Imagination, and Excellence in the Workplace. And her latest book and what brings her to this program, co-authored with Margaret Donahue, is called Money is an Energy Game. And that is a culmination of more than 20 years of study and teaching prosperity training. You can find out more about Madeline and her work and this new book at moneyisanenergygame.com. Madeline, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you. I'm so delighted to be here. So here's how I'd like to start this. Does money really make you happy? Because we hold so many beliefs about what it should be and what how we believe everyone else feels about money, that it it messes up how we feel about it? Mm, That's actually a great question. Money actually provides us with a lot of options. And that is its primary purpose, because money is a form of energy with which we exchange energy with other people. So when you go to the grocery store and you pick out the products you want to buy for that week or a few days or whatever, you are basically going to exchange money for the energy that's in those products. And and that's for everything. You're going to exchange energy for an item of clothing or a car or a house or uh, any household item that you may purchase. And so it doesn't it's not about happiness so much as it is about options Mm. and money has the ability to give you options that you wouldn't have 
if you had it. So for example, you may want to help other people, but if you're impoverished or just getting by that sort of thing, it's harder to help other people when you don't have money because everything that you see, hear, feel, touch is just a form of energy. And so the more energy you have, the more you can help other people. And so it's not, you know, there's, there's a lot of things, you know, there's that old song about money can't talk and it can't walk and <laughs> all, all that. And, and, and those are absolutely true. It doesn't provide happiness in the sense of, uh, you know, making you happy, joyful, that sort of thing. It provides relief. It provides freedom and options. So you're, you know, if you have more money and the, the creditors aren't at the door, you're not stressed. <laughs> so you can, you might consider that happy. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on your perspective. Well, so, <laughs> and it, I think people look at money as a, as kind of a hedge against fear that yeah. if I have enough money, I don't have to be afraid of what will happen next. And I think right. all of this, if we're looking at how do we attract prosperity? So if I need money, so I don't have to be afraid that creates a powerful tangle to me, actually attracting money into my field. Right. Yes. You see the idea around uh, understanding money as energy and everything is energy is that it's like you have sort of a deep pocket from the universe of resources that you may not realize is there but when you need it you can reach into that pocket and get whatever you need so so the resource is always there when you understand how to work with the universe for uh, whatever type of material need you might you might have. Sometimes it's something simple as safety. It's not necessarily financial, uh, but whatever it is, you can create whatever it is that you're wanting uh, because everything is made up of energy. So that what can we do to, to shift? How can we attract money? Like how do we get that good prosperous vibe going on? Okay. First thing I would tell you in our book, uh, the first thing we do is set intention and we give you a sacred prosperity commitment, which we hope everyone will read out loud, print out, read out loud and sign, post someplace where they will read it every day for at least a month. So it gets into their consciousness, not just a flitting, passing by sort of thing. <laughs> And, and then the next step is to release blockages. So in the book, we provide an emotional freedom and healing release. And there's a link in the book so that you can go on the website and listen to and participate in an emotional freedom and healing release for prosperity. Now, at Polaris Business Guides, we actually sell a very similar release for 25 bucks. So it's like you're getting the book for free or you're getting the release for free, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, 
uh, with this uh, book. It's a very high value book in that yeah. sense. And as you release these negative emotions around money, fear around money, fear of not having enough, uh, maybe some people think they don't deserve more money. Um, there are a lot of different, you know, some people think money isn't spiritual. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of weird beliefs about money <laughs> out there. And, and they're not helpful. They're not helpful. And many times we've been trained to believe these things for you know, not just this lifetime, but multiple lifetimes. So um, releasing that kind of stuff, you know, it's kind of like peeling an onion. And you may need to do that release multiple times over the next several months or several, you know, or few years, you see, because once you do it, more money will start coming in more easily. And then at some point, you may come up against the fear again, and that's the time to do it again. And, you know, I probably did it, I don't know, seven, eight, nine times before I finally released my fear of not having enough money and changed my my tune to more money is coming, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, instead of, oh, are we going to be able to pay for X, Y, Z next week? It's, oh, more money is coming, <laughs> you know, and it's a completely different perspective. So that's the difference uh, between being able to uh, mentally perhaps uh, understand the process and emotionally be able to understand the process because the universe doesn't actually hear so much it's not responding let's put it that way to what we're saying so much as it's responding to our vibration so when we're in fear of anything we're anxious about something we don't know if we can pay that car bill or that insurance payment whatever it is the universe picks that up and sends us more of whatever that vibration is So we want to be in a different vibration. We want to be in a positive vibration with money and the universe. We want to feel happy and grateful that we are so well cared for and that our needs are fully met with ease. And if we can go down that path, things work so much easier, so much better. And I like what you're, if I'm understanding what you're saying, I don't have to lift all blocks permanently and forever. I don't have to be um, ceaselessly, relentlessly positive about money. I just need to be aware of what I'm putting out there and make adjustments. I love all the action yeah. steps in the book. Listeners know I love the books that have got like tons of practical things to do. This book <laughs> is full of action steps. So I love it. So I don't have to get it all right, right now or else be no. forever. No, it, and it takes time. It's a process. It's not something you're going to learn overnight and, and you'll continue to learn things 10 years from now. You'll have those aha moments when you say, oh, I don't have to work hard to get money mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it is that your belief is that, that has maybe been thwarting you. <laughs> yeah. You see, it's, it's, it's a process. It's not something that occurs instantly. 
it just continuously gets better as you improve on each area. So for example, one of the things that is not commonly known is that how you take care of yourself is impacting how much money you can bring to yourself. Because your energy is higher when you take care of yourself. So if you get enough sleep, you get enough exercise, you eat food that energizes you and makes you feel good. Those kinds of things or have good conversations with your spouse or your co-workers or your boss, or your neighbors, those kinds of things are supporting a higher energy field in your body, which then attracts more money to you. Money is attracted to positive energy. So when we're out there uh, making nasty comments to people on social media, we're lowering our energy and we lower our prosperity by doing such things. So we want to avoid taking those kinds of actions and focus on creating and taking actions, creating thoughts, thinking thoughts, and taking actions that are positive for us, that make us feel good, that make us feel happy. And the more we feel happy, the more money comes to us easily. It's, it's so much easier uh, when we're focused on doing things that make us feel good. That's, that's basically your top job every day is to feel good. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Madeline Gerwick. Her new book written with uh, Margaret Donahue is Money is an Energy Game. And you can find out more about Madeline and her work at moneyisanenergygame.com. I really like what you just said, because there's always a chance then for me to treat myself well. There's always a chance for me to, like you said, it doesn't happen all at once. It's a process that what I like about what you teach in the book is that this is sustainable this isn't a book about how like reverse everything in 30 seconds and then make $31 million and never be <laughs> hungry again. This is okay. Here's how to look at your life. Here's how to look at what you want. Here's how to look at your spiritual practice and how you move through the world and really get clear about what is it that I am open to receiving here. Yes. And there's a lot that we've been trained to do that is really working against us. So the book is trying to open your eyes to all the different ways that I say trained, that we've been trained. (laughs) And I I mean that culturally. I mean, you know, the things that our culture has supported so, so it's important to really uh, pay attention to the subtleties. There are a lot of subtleties to uh, becoming prosperous. You know, some of them are simple things like words, you know, just which words are you using? And we, we have a chapter in the book about words and telling stories. And if you think about it, <clears throat> the universe doesn't actually respond to negative words. So when you say something simple, like I don't want debt anymore, the universe doesn't hear don't. It hears, I want debt. (laughs) Oh no. So it will arrange for you to have more debt because that's what it hears that you want. 
And, you know, there's a lot of challenges in terms of the stories that we tell. And it doesn't matter whether a story is true or not. It really has no bearing at all on the outcome. You can be telling the same woe is me story, and it can be completely true, 100% true. And what are you going to get? The universe thinks that when you tell any story that you want more of that experience. Mm. So you're going to get more woe is me stories, more woe is me experiences. (laughs) So when you finish a woe is me experience, uh, you know, or storytelling, you want to change that to here's what I learned from this. And this is how I'm going to change the outcome. There's something positive, you see, because you don't want to have that experience again. If you have a truly traumatic experience, you're much, much better off to go to someone like Peg, who does the emotional freedom and healing release in the, for the book Mm -hmm. uh, and have her release that experience out of your body. And that's what the emotional freedom and healing release does. It releases the experience, the negative emotions, the negative feelings, uh, behavior patterns, et cetera, out of the body. And uh, so it's basically bypassing the mind. And you don't really want to tell that story too many times because you're just simply attracting more of those negative experiences. Better to release negative experiences out of the body. And there's a lot of subtleties of things like that in terms of which stories you're going to choose to tell others. You could just as easily focus on, here's something great that happened to me today, or here's some some good thing I heard in the news, or, <laughs> you, you see, right? You, you could tell those stories, but that's not how we're culturally trained. And so some of this is just subtle in the sense that we have to consciously choose to reframe certain stories or choose different stories to tell so that our communications are more uplifting to ourselves and others. And for that matter, when somebody asks you how you feel, what do you say? (laughs) That answer will tell you a lot about what's coming to you. So I used to say that I was busier than a beaver. Well, guess what? I got busier and busier and busier. (laughs) (laughs) And and finally, I realized my mistake and I decided that I was doing great. And that was it. (laughs) So when people ask me how I'm doing, I tell them I'm doing great. (laughs) And guess what? That's how I feel. I feel like I'm doing great. So you know, it's very subtle. A lot of these things are very subtle. We're not trained to notice these kinds of things. But energy is all around us. The space you live in makes a big difference, too. Right. Right. So you have a lot of clutter. Guess what? That's stuck energy. And some of it's probably stuck in your wealth corners, which is if you're looking inside a room or a building, it's in the far back left corner of a building or a room when you're standing at the doorway looking in. Uh, But also the southeast corner by compass is a wealth area. So, you know, if you can clean up those areas, things will flow better, you know. 
get the clutter out of it. <laughs> you see? And, and for that matter, timing makes a difference too. Right. Right. So why do things during a timeout? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, the ball's not in place. So you can't score. So you, you can have the best laid plans of mice and men, but during a timeout, it's not going to do you any good. So there are a number of different factors to energy that we're not trained in because there's nowhere in our culture, in the Western culture, that we're taught about energy. And so for most people, these concepts are somewhat new because they're not things that we learn about in our own society. And I think sometimes even when we start to learn about energy, too, that that we... I talk to people who are uh, trying to like follow the law of attraction and they see it more as something to punish themselves with like, Oh, had a negative thought. Well, that's me done. Then I guess I'll never be happy or have anything or have any fun. No, wait, that's not how it works. Energy is alive and it's always changing and growing and flowing. And so when you're tuning into the energy of anything, whether it's money or health or vitality or your intuition or anything, you can always like ride that wave to the next place. And that's part of why I think timing is so important, Madeline, is that not all times are the right times for everything. I don't know how well I said that. Yes, Do you know what I mean? That's right. Yes, that's correct. And, you know, when, when somebody has a negative thought, that's easily corrected because you can easily uh, basically dismiss that thought of, you know, cancel clear. (laughs) And then uh, of course the universe wants me to have X, Y, whatever it is. And of course the universe wants me to be happy. And it does. It really does want you to be happy and prosperous. And it's just simply responding to your thoughts, thinking that it's giving you what you want. So it's important to realize that it's always responding to your last thought about whatever X or Y was that you put out. And so you can easily fix it, cancel clear any negative thoughts. And of course, and substitute a positive one, it's easy to do. And yeah, timing makes a big difference. Uh, It's odd, you know, because we're not trained to understand about timing and yet for thousands of years, they did understand it. So yeah. that's an interesting piece right there. It was lost when science came in and they kind of threw out the baby with the bathwater. So so the time of a, a timeout is basically when the moon is not making any contact with other planets. It's not talking to other planets. There's no energy flowing. And so things are kind of stopped, sort of dead in the water in that there's no contact uh, with other planets. And these periods are gestation times, they're rest periods. And, you know, our culture is not geared to understanding these concepts. And yet, every winter, we typically have times when the leaves fall off the trees (laughs) And they rest <laughs> while we think that, you know, we should never rest. And, and that's not a logical idea. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, whichever way you may perceive it, 
I'm a Virgo and I'm always looking for logic. <laughs> so, so when it's not practical to believe that you never need to stop and rest. And it's, it's not uh, practical to expect that we should be going 90 miles an hour down the road of life all the time. So uh, the universe provides these timeout periods so that we can regain our energy, you know, basically review things, um, you know, really let things gestate. You know, you don't want the baby to be born too soon because it can't sustain itself outside of the mother. Right. And so when we're trying to do things during a timeout period, we're pushing ahead too soon. And, and then the, the situation fails. And, you know, my, one of my favorite data points about timeouts is that back in the 90s, there was a group of astrologers that looked at 1,400 randomly selected bankrupt businesses. And they looked at their charts, their company charts, and they wanted to know, is there a particular cycle that occurs in bankrupt companies? So if they could identify, uh, let's not do it during this time, right? <laughs> right. Well, 100% of them were started during timeout periods. And astrologers call these periods void of course moons, uh, which is a term that really means nothing to anybody else. So I call them timeout periods because people can at least understand that they're not going to score when the ball isn't in play. So, so if you start thinking about 100% of those businesses starting during a timeout period, and they occur, you know, three times a week, mm-hmm. they may last a couple of minutes, they may last 10 hours, they can last up to two days, although that's fairly rare. But, um, you know, you start thinking about the possibility of making important decisions uh, during a timeout period and just ending up having to redo things and scrap uh, resources and time that you've put into something because you didn't have the right information or that sort of thing. You can, and a, a business can waste a lot of money doing things like that. So that's one of the reasons I put out the Good Timing Guide because I watched a business lose about a million dollars in a bad timed decision. God. So you start thinking about, okay, that, that business was the world leader in that particular product. How many, how many trillions of dollars are being lost every year to bad timing? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a major question. And so prosperity has a lot of different pieces to it, and timing is just one of them. And there are some days that are really good days to take important actions like promotion, <laughs> you know, and when you're aware of those, that's that's more prosperity and abundance for you. <laughs> now, Madeline, we're about to have a um, podcast timeout because <laughs> we're at the end of our time. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so what I'll do is just thank you so much for being on the show. I know I want to have you back to talk about timing and about how we can make better choices about 
all the all the things we do based on an understanding of what the good times are and what the not so great times are. So you're gosh, you're welcome back on the show anytime because I think boy, we could do 31 hours on that. <laughs> Um, right there. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> Happy so, to do that. Thank you so much for being on the program. I've been talking with Madeline Gerwick and her new book written with Margaret Donahue is Money is an Energy Game. Now you'll find information in that book about not just some of the uh, mental and emotional uh, changes you can make energetically to attract prosperity, but also stepping into how do you uh, arrange space? How do you tap into the good timing that we were talking about? All of that's in this book. Money is an energy game. And you can find out more at money is an energy game.com. You can always find me over at karenhager.com. Great place to book a session or find a class or an event that's coming up that's of interest to you. And you can always contact me directly, karen at karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>